Light that Sparkfire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to build an insanely successful therapy or coaching practice. And to drop value bombs, I've brought Dr. Chloe Carmichael. She's a top-notch psychologist who appears regularly on national TV and other media. She helps smart clients crush their personal and professional goals on a daily basis. And today, Fire Nation, she's going to help us do just that. We'll be talking about so many great things you're not going to want to miss it. So we'll be diving in right when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Looking for a place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart? That place is ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dr. Chloe, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What is up, Fire Nation? I'm so excited to be here with you, John. I love your show, and it's really actually kind of surreal to be here. Um, so something about me that most people don't know is that I actually had my first job when I was 11. I was picking blueberries as a little entrepreneur. I got paid by how many blueberries I picked, and I think it set me off in my entrepreneurial track. I love picking blueberries. I used to live on a lake in Maine. We had those little Maine wild blueberries, and I would pick them. And then I would sell them to my neighbor, but by selling, it would just mean that I got to eat the blueberry pancakes that they would make. That's what I did. Mm, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be talking about how to build an insanely successful therapy or coaching practice. And we have Dr. Chloe here to drop some value bombs here today. And Dr. Chloe, as a psychologist... How is what you do with entrepreneurs different from a business coach? Well, John, that's an interesting question because there is a lot of overlap. So as a clinical psychologist, I have six years of training after college in learning about how the brain works, personality, motivation, attention, all of that kind of stuff, which I think is a really big factor in success coaching. And so with business coaching, uh, a lot of the work, which I also do, is just helping people to break things down, like how do I get from point A to point B? to point B and how do I get some small steps in the middle and how can we give someone encouragement and excitement to help them stay on track and then what I do as a psychologist is I layer in some of that knowledge about how the mind actually works and how cognition and attention and focus and what we call goal attainment in the field of psychology works. Goal attainment. I'm going to steal that one, Dr. Chloe, but I will give you credit twice, I promise, but I definitely love that phrase. And one thing that I think is pretty cool and why I was excited to have you on the show is that you appear regularly on national television. So it's not an easy game to break into. So share with us, break it down, so to speak, how you broke through the TV barrier and started getting featured on all these different types of television outlets. Sure. Yeah, that's one of my you know most exciting things that I actually never really expected to happen. Um, but w it was kind of a process of building. So when I first started my practice, I went to the website. You know, many people might know it. Help a reporter out, Harrow, and you know, for like fifty dollars a year or something, you can set up a profile there, and journalists will start um, you know putting up when they need a quote, and you can submit a quote to them. So I started doing that um, because really I don't think any TV person is going to 
to call you if you haven't at least appeared online somewhere. So first thing I did is start getting quoted online. And then I actually started shooting some videos of myself and just putting them on my website on a page that said drchloe.com slash press. And on that page, I put all kinds of keywords about how Dr. Chloe loves the media, if you're a journalist looking for a quote, and then lots of keywords about what I had been quoted about. And then I also started putting links to all of the places where I had been quoted so that if a journalist was saying, oh, I need a psychologist in New York City, where can I find one? My page would pop up. But then to be totally honest, John, at the, at the way that it actually finally happened, although I think all those things helped a lot. Um, the way it, my first TV appearance came about was VH1 Love and Hip Hop uh, had, a, had a rap star <laughs> and they, they wanted that rap star to like talk to a psychologist. And um, I do think that part of the reason I came up in his search in the first place is for all the reasons I just mentioned. But then he openly admitted that he chose me at first because he found me attractive. So that's another thing I would say, though, is that if you do want to be on TV, make sure that you get a really good professional photograph of yourself and you put it all over your website and you have those videos of yourself where you show that you can look good and handle yourself on camera. I love how things with entrepreneurs on fire seems to kind of come in batches and themes and it's really interesting because it probably hasn't come up in a couple years on Entrepreneurs on Fire, but Harrow has now come up three times like over the past three weeks, which is so cool because it's actually how I got my start. I proved the concept of Entrepreneurs on Fire by using Help a Reporter Out Fire Nation by saying, hey, who wants to be on a show interviewing entrepreneurs? 460 odd people responded. I said, I have enough people for a daily show. So uh -huh. it's a great tool for how Dr. Chloe is talking about using it and I use it in a different way and you just Fire Nation have to put things out there in the universe and a lot of people talk about how psychologists actually shape people and shape entrepreneurs but how does working with entrepreneurs Dr. Chloe actually shape you as an entrepreneur? Well, that is a great question, John. And it is actually such an honor to work with the entrepreneurs that I do work with because I actually work with many entrepreneurs who are much, much, much more successful than I am. And so uh, sometimes even just learning about the types of issues that they're having and where they're getting stuck because sometimes they're coming because maybe their business is going really great, but they're having trouble getting their family on board or they're having some kind of situation in their personal life that's pulling their attention or they're having interpersonal issues with employees or certain areas where even though they may actually know more about business than I do, they still want to come to me because I have this background knowledge of business. And so while I'm helping them with their kind of personal side that's affecting their business, I'm also learning quite a lot about the way that they are thinking about and growing their business. And then if I'm working with someone who's a more junior entrepreneur than where I'm at, I love being able to share with them about my personal, you know, kind of bumps on the way and how I was able to keep my head up and keep going. One thing that I've definitely recognized over the last seven years of interviewing entrepreneurs and talking with entrepreneurs is 
we have a really hard time getting into and then staying in the right headspace for success. It just seems like we battle ourselves with this over and over again. And what I love about you, Dr. Chloe, is that you have some great tips for helping entrepreneurs do just that. So break those down for us. Sure, John. I'll give you my top four here. So the first one is that definitely you have to have a good support system. So whether it's getting your family on board or having a really strong support network, like like I'm actually an entrepreneur's organization where we have that small group and we meet every month. And so you have a small group of people that has your back. And so that's really important to have that support. Um, also, it's important to have those clear goals with action steps that are written out, like phase one, phase two, phase three, with every little sub step underneath it. And not only does that keep you organized and save your cognitive energy so you don't have to kind of reinvent the wheel every time that you think about what you should be doing at any given moment. The bonus thing is that it lets you choose which one of those tasks is best suited to your energy. So I do a lot of like of my own videos for consumers and I'll shoot those videos when I'm feeling high energy. And then I'm also under a book deal contract with Macmillan on my work with high functioning people. And when I'm feeling kind of pensive and quiet and I just want to be at my computer, then I'll go work on my book. But when you have all of your tasks laid out in front of you, that's the best way to do it. Another tip that I think is helpful for entrepreneurs is to keep visual reminders around your office or your space, not only of your goals. So like why you're doing what you're doing, whether you know you want to buy a beautiful dream home for your family or send your kids to college. So keep those visual reminders of, of your goals, but also of your past successes. So that way, if you have a bump, you don't lose perspective and forget about all the really big, fantastic things that you've already done. Fire Nation, just a few of the things that Dr. Chloe was talking about. I mean, you need to have that good support system. You have to have a clear goal with action steps. That's why I say discipline is so key, being a disciple to a plan of action, Fire Nation. Then guess what? You just execute and have those visual reminders, not just of your goals, but of your past successes as well to be like, oh yeah, I did that. That's cool. Now, Dr. Chloe, I would love for you to define empathy as you see it for Fire Nation. Like, define that word for us. And then, does empathy actually play a role in entrepreneurship? Yes, John. So empathy is such a big buzzword these days. So just in a simple nutshell, empathy is the ability to put yourself in another person's shoes and try to think about and understand things from their perspective. And the reason why that is so important for entrepreneurs is because Number one, it actually helps us to better attract customers. So one reason I think my practice has done well is because I was able to think about and understand a lot of the reasons that potential therapy customers were getting stuck and not coming to therapy or not coming back. You have to be able to put yourself in the client's shoes and understand what it's like from their perspective so that you can solve their problems. Also, it helps you to motivate and retain your employees. The better that you can kind of get inside their head and understand what their day is like, the better you can kind of actually nudge their day and shape their day the way that you want it to be. 
Empathy, Fire Nation, understanding things from other people's perspective. Think about that. It's key. It's critical. It needs to be part of what you're doing day to day, in and out. So talk to us about the Profitable Practices Program for Therapists that you designed. I'm really curious about how you know we have these different areas of expertise and how you kind of brought it all together in this program. Yeah, thanks, John. So, I mean, I'm really excited about the Profitable Practices Program. It's for therapists and coaches. And I just made uh, some on-demand videos, which is fun. It's like 10 of the areas that uh, therapists and coaches tend to want information about so that they can grow an insanely successful therapy practice. And then there's some group coaching stuff as well, because to that point, we were just you know, discussing about the need for a support network, which by the way, Fire Nation is obviously a great support network too. Uh, You know, there's some really great group coaching stuff and, you know, listservs, but I also just found that so many therapists and coaches were contacting me on LinkedIn and stuff saying like, hey, can I pick your brain for coffee? How did you do this? Or how did you do that? So I said, why don't I just put it all up in some videos and make it on demand? One thing that's so key, Fire Nation, is that support system that Dr. Chloe just mentioned when she was kind of going through the earlier question. And you, Fire Nation, are that support system, like she just mentioned. I mean, that's what we do on social media. That's the support that we have. And that's why Dr. Chloe went ahead and said, hey, I could go ahead and just have these one-on-one conversations. I could get my quote-unquote brain picked every single day, or I could create an overarching program that I can just point people to when they come to me with these questions. So if people wanted to learn more about that, Dr. Chloe, where would they go? Well, thanks, John. Thanks for asking. I actually have a special um, special giveaway for your listeners. So since you like the phrase goal attainment, they can go to goalattainment.com slash fire. And right there, they can either get a really good deal on profitable practices, or um, I also am giving away for like a dollar, a video of some of my top tips for all entrepreneurs, whether they are uh, coaches and therapists or not. So they can go to goalattainment.com slash fire goal attainment.com slash fire fire nation get over there check it out that gift is for you and if you think dr chloe's and dropping value bombs you're right and we have many more coming up after we thank our sponsors These days, there are so many tech improvements that make our lives easier. Let's take hiring, for example. Hiring used to be hard, posting to multiple job sites, combing through stacks of resumes, but today, hiring can be easy with ZipRecruiter. No one knows this better than Talia Goldstein of 3-Day Rule, an online matchmaking service. 3-Day Rule was rapidly expanding and hiring, which, especially for a specialized role like matchmaker, was challenging. There are a few ways ZipRecruiter helped. One, they send jobs over one 100 of the web's leading job boards. Two, their centralized candidate dashboard made it easy to receive and review candidates, and their pre-screening questions allowed them to hone in on qualified candidates quickly. By using Zip Recruiter, three-day rule was able to increase her staff by 30%. Talia says, we just launched our 10th city. We have 15 cities to go. I know Zip Recruiter is going to be there to help me find the best matchmakers across the country. And right now, you too can try Zip Recruiter for free at Zip Recruiter com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dr. Chloe, let's be realistic with Fire Nation. How quickly could one turn into a successful therapist or coach? 
Super, super, super quick. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's one of the you know myths that people think is that it has to take a really long time. And I'll tell you, I got my license to practice psychology uh, right around the month of May in 2012. And I was literally full six weeks later. Um, and so I found, again, back to the whole empathy standpoint, um, at the time I was working at a firm that helps to pair executives with coaches and therapists. And so I had a lot of experience trying to understand these executives and what they needed um, in a coach or in a therapist, and then it was my job to go try to find them, the right therapist or coach, and pair them up. And so by doing that, I learned all these things that coaches and therapists are inadvertently doing that's making it difficult um, for the clients to actually want to see them. Like maybe they have a really weird photograph online, or maybe the way that they describe their business is kind of a downer, or maybe they're just hard to reach, whatever. There's just all these different reasons. And so by me learning all of those kind of um, holdups for the year that I worked at that firm, by the time I got my license, I just simply made a website and had, you know, certain parts of my structure in place. And I was shocked. In fact, I remember um, going to my boss and, you know, I had been trying to negotiate them into giving me a raise when my license became active. And they were trying to push me off and be like, yeah, Chloe, we'll talk about that in six months. <laughs> and so I can't tell you how much pleasure it gave me when I approached them, like, you know, six weeks later, actually, I quit only three weeks after getting my license and I was full in my private practice six weeks later. But after just three weeks with my license, I was already making as much in private practice as I was on salary for them. And so it gave me a lot of satisfaction when three weeks after I got my license, I said, you know what, guys, you don't have to worry about it anymore because I'm sorry, but my own private practice is now taking off. So I'm going to be giving notice. <laughs> and so it can happen fast. It can happen really fast. Well, you've been very successful and you do share some of those reasons why, but give us some other reasons that you've really attained the success so quickly in such a big way. Well, I think that one thing that helped me a lot as well is getting really honest feedback. So that's something that a lot of therapists and coaches in private practice don't get the opportunity to get is a client will just come see them. And then if the client doesn't come back, they don't know why. Um, and at that place I mentioned where I was working before, um, I did get the opportunity to get feedback because I would also provide short term therapy and coaching uh, while I was finding someone the right long-term fit. Um, so getting feedback is helpful. And I, I did not want to lose that when I started my own private practice. So what I did when I started my private practice is I approached two or three different people and I said, hey, I'm starting a private practice and I want to make sure it is on fire. And so I'm going to offer you a package of six sessions with me for absolutely no charge. But what I want you to give me back in exchange is I want you to give me detailed feedback um, after every session. You know, let me know, you know, if you're coming into my office, I want feedback about my office. If we're seeing each other online, I want feedback about that experience. Um, I want feedback 
back about if I'm listening to you enough, if I'm not talking enough and you wish I'd give you more feedback or if you wish I would listen more. I really solicited feedback and I I think that that was a big one. Also, um, I notice a lot of uh, therapists and coaches tend to um, kind of describe what they do in terms of of the client's problems, which is understandable because they're trying to let the client know from an empathetic perspective that they understand the client's problems. But they would actually tend to do better, I think, if they would just talk about it more in a positive uh, solution-oriented manner. I'm also personally not a big fan of... um, the, the thing a lot of coaches do where they charge a big, huge monthly retainer and the client is like locked in. Um, I think a lot of good uh, business people um, understand that, of course, you know, they're, they're going to be with you for a period of time if you're providing value, but they start to get kind of nervous about getting locked into a long-term expensive contract with someone that they've never even had the chance to work with. And also when the, a lot of coaches will say like, oh, well, I give you the first month. And then after that, you're locked in for six months. But that I can tell you coaches, if you're listening, that still makes clients nervous because they, they've had the experience of working with a therapist or coach who's really on fire for the first few months and then gets a little a bit into a rut or something like that. So I think that giving clients a lot of freedom and a lot of latitude um, helps a lot. Feedback is key, Fire Nation, because if you don't ask, you will never know the truth. And Fire Nation, the truth will set you free. It is the only thing that's going to allow you to improve as a human being, as an entrepreneur, as a businessman or woman. You need to get honest and open feedback. That's why I love what you did, Dr. Chloe. Now, let's be honest. Humans make mistakes and we are all humans. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see new therapists or coaches making? Well, I think that sometimes they they actually inadvertently make it really hard um, to reach them. I, I know it's difficult because they they feel like they can't afford to hire a receptionist or something like that when they're just starting out. Um, but what they forget is that if you want to work with what we call in psychology, high functioning people, which means intelligent, driven people that already have at least a basic amount of success in their life, those people are busy. And so when you call like most therapists or coaches, they don't pick up their phone because, you know, maybe they're in session or whatever. So I just feel like whether you even Google and like find one of those services of receptionists that will like pay by the call or something like that, just to pick up your calls. um, That's really important. Or I actually was even consulting for a really nice private practice in LA. And it says on their website, do you want to talk to us? Fill out this contact form and we promise we'll get back to you in 48 hours. And I told them, guys, come on. You know, if you're, (laughs) if you're trying to tell the world that you cater to business successful people and you're a white glove, you know, concierge type of high energy service, when those clients call, you have to pick up the phone or have somebody else who does. And if the clients are emailing you, then, you know, you need to get back to them, you know, within, you know, three or four business hours, or at least have an online booking system. Um, I also feel like a lot of these uh, people, they get really bogged down with um, payments and paperwork. So I would just urge them to get 
e-sign type stuff and, you know, get auto pay, um, free these clients from the admin burden. I actually feel like when therapists or coaches put a bunch of paperwork and admin burdens on clients, that's when the clients tend to drop out. Fire Nation, if you believe in yourself, invest in yourself. And the reality is if you're doing anything in this world, believe in yourself. So invest in yourself. Now, Dr. Chloe, getting motivated, it can be easy, but staying motivated can be so difficult. So how can therapists and coaches stay motivated when they're starting out or trying to reach these new big milestones they're setting for themselves? One of the things that I would encourage them to do is to have a have a big, long wish list because Rome was not built in a day. Now, I realize I am saying that, yes, you absolutely can get really busy really fast. But as you do get really busy really fast, there's going to be probably other things that about building and growing your practice that you don't necessarily have time to do right away. So I would keep a big, long wish list of all of the things that you want to be doing, whether it's polishing your Hero account or setting up your newsletter list um, and, and frame it for yourself as a you know, future to-do list and even consider you know, planning it out over the course of a year so that your motivation doesn't suffer because you feel like there's just so much that you're supposed to do. Um, the beauty of a long to-do list is that when you are feeling um, overwhelmed or tired, you can basically just throw a at that board. <laughs> and all you have to do is that if you're doing something on that dartboard, then you know that you're taking the right steps. I mentioned also that um, keeping visual reminders of your success is really important. So when a client is sitting on my couch, all of my degrees and everything are framed and hanging in a place in my office where I can see them. It's not where the client sees them because I, when they're looking at me, I actually don't want them just kind of feeling overwhelmed by all of my degrees. But when I look at the client, I see all of those degrees. Um, and that helps me to stay focused if I'm kind of saying like, oh, you know, I, 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 I need some extra motivation or confidence today. So whether it's your screensaver on your phone or on your desktop or whatever, I would keep those visual symbols of your reasons for doing what you're doing. Again, like if it's your kids, if it's your health, whatever it is that's, that is motivating you. And if you don't know what's motivating you, then obviously it would be <laughs> good to have a goal session and get really clear about it. And then also to keep some really nice kind of pep talk reminders for yourself. Because as the entrepreneurs, uh, we don't have a good manager that's going to pull us aside and give us a pep talk. Uh, so we kind of have to have that readily available for ourselves on demand. Rome was not built in a day fire nation. Have a wish list. Now, Dr. Chloe, how do we keep growing as an entrepreneur? Well, for myself, I actually do see a therapist uh, coach every week. So the, the person I see actually is also a therapist as well as the coach, because for myself, um, if I'm having something that's happening in my personal life, I need someone who also really understands what's happening in my business life. Because as entrepreneurs, I think we all know that it's not really like just a binary thing where it's like, oh, I just clock out of work and then I go home and then there's my personal life. And if we're fortunate enough to be doing what we love, then there is a childlike passion in that. So for me, I see a therapist coach 
every single week, um, you know, sometimes twice a week. And I'm really active in the entrepreneurs organization with my forum and my small group. And, you know, when I first joined that group, everybody was like, oh, this is really going to be good for your personal life, too. And I thought I was kind of above that. I was like, oh, no, I'm a psychologist. I've got this part covered. I'm just here to like help grow my business. But I will say that um, it's been incredible. In fact, my forum at Entrepreneurs Organization is what gave me the idea to uh, create profitable practices because, um, you know, they were like, Chloe, you have so much information. You should just go ahead and put it all out there once and for all. So um, I, I think it's really important for us to keep growing to also things like listening to your podcast or there's Aww. so many, so many great audio books out there as well. I mean, frankly, even when I'm falling asleep sometimes, yeah. I'll actually just listen to a really good, inspiring audiobook. And I don't even worry about it if I fall asleep because that's the point. I'm falling asleep. But it just kind of sends me off to sleep with a positive, inspired kind of a feeling. And don't underestimate your subconscious either because it's still picking those things up, Fire Nation. So A hundred percent. So, Chloe, you've dropped so many value bombs. Give us one final takeaway. You want to really make sure our listeners get, then give us that final call to action, and we'll say goodbye. The big thing, John, that I would encourage anyone out there to do that's, you know, thinking of how can they just really boost up their inspiration and their motivation and their activity all at once is I would encourage you to create a vision of yourself and it can be on paper in words or it can even be um, just with images if you want to grab them online or from actual magazines. Create uh, some kind of a vision board for yourself that captures all the things that you want to be as an entrepreneur and as a person. And then reverse engineer. So when you're putting things and images and words or whatever on that board, you don't even have to understand exactly why they fit or how you'll get there. Just make a blueprint of what you want and then reverse engineer backwards and make a list of all the things that you would need to do in order to get there and then surround yourself with the right support so that you can move on forward towards that beautiful blueprint that you made for yourself. Love that. And then give us that URL one more time and let us know what we can get when we go there. Absolutely, John. Anybody that wants to connect with me, I would love to connect. That's why I'm a psychologist, so I absolutely love people. Anyone that wants to connect with me can go to goalattainment.com slash fire. And if you are a therapist or coach, you can get a great deal on my program, Profitable Practices for Coaches. And if you're not a coach, but you're an entrepreneur and you'd like more of my top tips, I'm giving away for just $1 my video of my top tips for entrepreneurs. And of course, when you're there, there's some other ways that you can sign up to connect with me even more, which I would love to do. So thank you again, John, for having me on Fire Nation. You are so welcome. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with CC and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. And if you type Chloe, that's C-H-L-O-E in the search bar, her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And your call to action, Fire Nation, goalattainment.com slash fire for all that awesomeness that Dr. Chloe just mentioned. Dr. Chloe, thank you for sharing your truth, your genius, your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Awesome, John. Thanks.
Hey, Fire Nation, JLD jumping in here because I just got a message from Dr. Chloe that said, JLD, I feel like I let Fire Nation down by missing these three tips that I really wanted to share. So I said, Chloe, go ahead, record the tips. I'll slide it in the end. So here they are, Fire Nation, three more tips from Dr. Chloe, and I hope you enjoy. John, thank you so much again for letting me call you back with these extra tips. Um, So at one point when we were talking about breaking the TV barrier, um, there was something I wanted to add there, which is... If, when you are fortunate enough to break the TV barrier and you know have a moment where you're on TV, I encourage you to definitely get a good still shot of yourself on screen. And then, of course, you'll do like the obligatory Facebook posts and things like that to make sure you get the post out there and get your message to the world. But then one extra step that I did is I would specifically hit the promote button on Facebook and I would specifically promote those posts where I had a new clip of myself on TV or a new still shot and I would specifically target those promotion towards New York City casting directors and New York City production houses so that those people every single time I had a new clip they would know and that would help me to stay front of mind and really make the most of every single clip that I possibly had and of course I would link that clip to my website to my press page so that I would always be ready and available for those people. Another thing, John, that we talked about was um, how to handle challenges. So another tip that I have for entrepreneurs when it comes to challenges is to be really mindful of your self-talk when you're having a challenge. Self-talk is just what psychologists call that internal monologue, the way that we talk to ourselves. And it's really important that your self-talk has to have the right balance between self-discipline and self-compassion. So obviously, you have to have a certain amount of self-discipline. You have to be able to take ownership of the mistakes that you made or things that you feel that you could have done differently. On the other hand, though, we also have to have a certain amount of self-compassion because if we skimp too much on the self-compassion and we just beat ourselves up, then it can actually become demotivating and not fun, and that's when people start to get burned out. So a good rule of thumb when you're thinking about the right kind of self-talk is to think about the self-talk that you would have if you were speaking to a really good friend. Now, a really good friend would mean someone who's able to take constructive criticism, that you can really talk straight to that person, but at the same time, because it's your friend, you are going to be nice, you are going to, you know, be tactful and so we want to apply the same standard to ourselves because psychologically that's the way that's been shown to help people grow the most and get the best results one other tip that I one other tip that I wanted to share John I know I said I had two more tips but I actually have three more so one other tip I wanted to share is this um, Another support that I recommend for entrepreneurs is to actually try to think about having a couple of idle hands available on your staff. So I know a lot of us are really into having assistance, virtual assistance, and that's wonderful. And if you already have an assistant, that's great, and possibly even to consider getting another one. And the reason I'm saying this is because I found that when I was having big ideas or big questions, like, oh, I should analyze my data and find out 
about what percentage of my clients return or, you know, what's the average lifetime value of a client or what percentage of my clients are male versus female. And these would be good questions for a business owner to be asking. But even as I was thinking of them, I would be aware like, oh, this is going to be a big admin burden either on me or on my staff. And so I found that that actually made me start to kind of stifle some of the good ideas and the good questions I was having because I was afraid of burdening my staff or myself. And so one thing that I found was helpful is to actually always hire a little bit more help than I need so that I have the latitude to think of some big projects or some big ideas. Thank you so much again for letting me send you these extra tips, John. I really appreciate it. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Dr. Chloe. And if you're ready to rock your own podcast, I have a free podcasting course where I teach you how to create and how to launch that podcast of yours, freepodcastcourse.com. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Growing businesses need qualified candidates, and qualified candidates can be a challenge to find. Lucky for us, ZipRecruiter makes it simple, fast, and smart. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.